So now this is what Hadith uh, Muslim Anhu is discussing. So uh, he says that the world's religion present a very confusing, fanatic uh, uh, like uh, a story, uh, a view of how this world started. So Judaism and Christianity presents an uh, biological, a spontaneous creation story where everything appeared out of uh, nowhere and uh, to form the world uh, which exists as, uh, before us today. So, and then the Hindus, they present a mythological process which leaves an uh, uh, onlooker dazed and confused, trying to understand various gods and goddesses involved. Similarly, ancient religion and uh, mythology presents many uh, other uh, little uh, explanations on how the world was created. Uh, and then Islam, on the other hand, uh, Muslim who states that Islam, on the other hand, presents a very logical and a very clear proof of creation, how it was created. The Holy Quran says that creation did not take place immediately uh, at once, rather uh, it was created at a gradual uh, pay, uh, pace, and it was a gradual process. So in Surah Nu, uh, in chapter 71 of the Holy Quran, God has mentioned that the creation of men was apart from the evolution of animals. So there were two different chains. So there is a chain of human and then a chain of uh, animals. And then you can read this. Uh, uh, if you want to go in more depth, you can read chapter 71, verse uh, 14 to 19. And then you can read the commentary of this as well. So these uh, uh, verses manifest the following points uh, about uh, creation. Firstly, in uh, uh, chapter 71, verse 15, it says that Human beings uh, uh, have been created after a series of many forms and condition. In other words, God has made men after taking him through many forms and shapes and condition. And in each condition, men had different capacities and condition. And then secondly, that there, there was a state of human creation that took place even before the creation of heaven and the earth. Thus, there are two parts of human creation, before and after the creation of cosmos. Even when the heavens did not uh, had not been created, the elements which were to become men existed. So when the cosmos had been uh, created, men passed through a, a new state in which he was weak and immobile like a plant. Slowly men progressed uh, to mobility. And then when man dies, he becomes dust. Uh, this proves that the introductory state of man was element of dust or clay. And then Huzur discusses the Darwin uh, theory that, you know, uh, humans, uh, uh, it, uh, the evolution became from apes and then they evolved into human beings. So Huzur had not just in Tafsir Kabir under this verse, but Huzur, uh, uh, I think he discussed this in uh, his book, Hasti Bari Tala. Uh, if uh, somebody has that, please do read that. It's a very good book. And Huzur discusses how the Darwin theory is so wrong uh, of, you know, thinking that men or human evolved, they were apes and then they evolved into humans afterwards. So Huzur says that according to the Holy Quran, man uh, is not the product of evolution of animals. Rather from the very beginning, he has made to acquire his present form. In support, the Holy Quran says that after becoming human, his progeny uh, began from sperm. In other words, as long as man had uh, procreated, 
uh, from sperm, uh, he has been human. According to Darwin, uh, Darwin however, uh, before becoming human, man was procreating through the sperm of animals. So this is very wrong. And, and I think this is in Surah Mu'minun, where God has given a description of how a human is born or how it is shaped. So if you read that and you read the commentary, then you know that, you know, how human, when it's in its mother's womb, then how it's created uh, from a drop of sperm and then, you know, clot of blood, and then how it's formed into uh, a baby or into a human being. So the Dowing theory is, is uh, false that, you know, and then uh, Huzur in uh, Hasti Bari Tala, he gives the explanation. If, for instance, if you do say that, you know, uh, uh, a human evolve, uh, human beings. Uh, they evolve from apes. Then uh, they should have, they should have kept evolving into something else, uh, not just from apes to humans and then it stopped. It should have kept evolving into some other creature or in some other being, but then it stopped. So this proves that human beings were always human and apes will always be apes. It does not, you know, evolve into any other uh, creature. And then uh, Huzur talks about. Uh, uh, if Satan and Iblis uh, uh, are two uh, are the same things, or they uh, two different entities, so Huzur says that in fact, uh, Shaitan or Satan and Iblis uh, are two uh, names of different uh, separate entities. They are two different things. Iblis is referred to whenever uh, the Quran mentions it, not prostrating uh, to Adam. Uh, when I know the Holy Quran, and we'll discuss this in the next verse as well, uh, that when God told. Uh, uh, the angels and the uh, iblis to prostrate the angels did but you know uh, iblis uh, they said no uh, they did not prostrate so on the contrary the human uh, the word uh, shaitan or the satan is used when the quran mentions the attempt of misleading uh, adam you know they say uh, satan came and they provoked adam and eve to eat from the forbidden uh, tree so that's what uh, you can from that you can uh, tell that there are two different entities and then Quran also uses these two names so that it, uh, it proves that they are two different uh, things. So furthermore, Iblis has been created from fire, whereas this has not been stated regarding uh, Satan. The creation of Iblis from fire is actually a metaphor, which means that his nature was fiery, uh, like very fiery, or he had uh, the difficulty of obeying orders. And in the Holy Quran, it is said that man is made from haste. This does not mean that haste is a sort of physical uh, matter which uh, was used to make uh, humans. It means that human hastens to see the result uh, of his uh, actions. So from this you can see that uh, Satan and uh, Iblis are two different uh, uh, entities. And then Huzur talks about six obligations of Adam's community, what he was supposed to do, why he, he was sent to the earth. And then the first one, uh, first one is that that they married through Adam. The commandment of marriage was uh, instated. Secondly, to safeguard from evil. Uh, third, to provide for each other's food, to make arrangements for water supply, to wear clothes, and to remain naked, and not to remain naked, and to make uh, a homes and remain uh, together. So these were the six obligations that uh, Adam's community. Uh, was uh, they were supposed uh, to do 
now coming to the word uh, Khalifa uh, that's mentioned in this verse so uh, in this uh, there uh, you know uh, Quran has mentioned three types of uh, Khalifa or Khulafa so uh, so now we will uh, discuss uh, that so the three meanings of the word Khalifa as mentioned in the Holy Quran are as follows first one is the successor of any previous uh, person or nation Second, that he who has been appointed to enforce the rules set by a superior officer. And after whom, or third one, is that after whom there will be uh, his successor, whether his successor A uh, functions with the same powers he had, or B, he is uh, of his progeny. So uh, these meanings should be seen as metaphors in the context of the Holy Quran. Uh, nonetheless, keeping uh, them in mind, we see that three metaphorical meanings are derived from uh, uh, these verses. So the first one, I meaning a prophet. You know, uh, another meaning of uh, Khalifa could be a, a prophet. So this meaning properly applies to Hazrat Adam, salam, because although he was a father to a great nation and a successor to uh, to a previous one, this was his greatest uh, station, prophet of God. So prophets are Khalifas since they manifest attributes of God. Uh, in the same way, Hazrat uh, Daud was a Khalifa, as mentioned in uh, chapter 38, verse 27, where it says, Ya Dauda, inna fil ardi. That, O Daud, uh, we have made you a Khalifa uh, in the earth. And then secondly, uh, we, uh, uh, the second meaning is that a nation that takes a place of a previously uh, destroyed one. So in this, uh, from verse uh, chapter 7, verse 70, we can see uh, regarding Hazrat Hud, uh, he says to his people, Waskuru is jalakum khulafa'a min ba'di qawmin nuhin. That remember the time when he made you inheritors of his favors after the people of Noah. And then uh, same regarding Hazrat Salih, we can see that. Uh, it states that Waskuru is Jadakum Khulafa Min Badi Ad. That and remember the time when we uh, when he made you inheritors of his favors after Ad. And then the third meaning is the successors of prophets, those who keep the unity in his nation and enforce uh, the Sharia. So we can see that Hazrat Adam or Hazrat Musa Salam made Hazrat uh, uh, Harun or Hazrat Aaron. Uh, in in charge of the, the Jewish uh, while he returned to Mount Sinai and this is from chapter 7 verse 143 that uh, it states I'll read the translation that act for me among my people in my absence and manage them well and follow not the way of those who cause disorder and then uh, this was not the uh, uh, Khilafat of prophethood in this particular place although Hazrat uh, Aaron was indeed a prophet uh, from uh, uh, beforehand. It was a Khalifa administration. And then, uh, and then another thing uh, uh, that Huzur uh, spoke about from uh, this verse was uh, the Quranic view of angels. And again, uh, if we can't read this, Hazrat Musaymah has also written a book called Malaikatullah, and it. Uh, it's quite lengthy and he has discussed this in a very uh, uh, lengthy or a very 
deep uh, in depth and, and with wisdom uh, what angels are, what their duties are uh, and everything. So right now we will look to what uh, this verse has to say and what uh, the Quranic view are of uh, angels. So the Holy Quran sheds inten- intensive light on the nature of angels. Apart from all the allegations and questioning surrounding angels, the fact is that they are a medium uh, through which Allah does His work. So uh, now Allah is there and then uh, through angels, Allah get his, uh, gets His uh, work uh, done. So they are a medium between us and God Almighty, you can say that. He created angels to maintain the system of the universe and this is no way diminishes His might and power. The Quran mentions that the universe has two aspects, a hidden aspect and a a visible aspect. To this day, scientists continue to discover hidden aspects uh, of the universe and in no way they have unlocked all its mysteries and they are still going or looking, uh, finding new mysteries or discoveries uh, as uh, day to day and as the day uh, uh, goes by. So in both aspects, the first chain of action of the universe traces back to the angels. The Quran also states that as the universe gets more and more minute, it fades into subtlety and all that can be seen is its middle section. Just as with humans, little is known of us before birth and little after death. And that we see the interact with this, with, with is the middle section. Similarly, the ultimate rest uh, with God. Uh, as the Quran says that uh, And the medium to bring humans to that level are angels. And when uh, something is born, the first chain of action relates to angels. And when it ends, it reaches its destination. The last chain also relates to the angel. So in short, angels are the primary building blocks of the universe through them is the command uh, of God that is ex- executed. So angels are pure, a pure creation of God that manifests His attributes because the universe operates based on His attributes. This means that they transfer a manifestation of His attributes into a material world. Of many duties of angels, some uh, some of the duties that uh, of the angels are that sending down revelation of God Almighty as uh, we all know that Hazrat Jibreel he used to bring a, a, a revelation of uh, God Almighty to the Holy Prophet and before that as well. And then life and death, you know, angels, they uh, take life and death. Uh, cause, and these are all through the commandment of God. The attribute of angels are that they cannot disobey God Almighty. They have been created in a way that they only obey whatever God Almighty uh, says to them. They do exactly what they're supposed to do. They do not <coughs> add or minus, you know, subtract things from uh, their commandments. They do exactly what they're supposed to do. And then causing good uh, thoughts to enter the heart and then etc, etc. Now, in summary, uh, I'll read the quote when I give uh, the Urdu dars. Uh, so I'll read the quote of Hazrat Muslim Talanho of what uh, the angels uh, are. So these are some of the duties that uh, you know angels do, and there are there are many angels that they do uh, different things. Like you know, um, during Juma, there is an angel that you know comes and writes uh, and keeps a, uh, a record of who is entering the mosque uh, during Juma. And then when the Imam stands up for the uh, khutbah, 
then he sits down uh, as well. This also shows the importance uh, of uh, Khutbah Jumu'ah. So God created angels as a medium, uh, which we already discussed that uh, through Him, uh, you know, we uh, communicate with God Almighty or He uh, or the angels, they bring uh, uh, the communication to us from God Almighty. This is not because He did not have the capability of doing the work alerted to the angels. As everything in the universe happens through a system, angels are the system of the universe. So... No one can say that, you know, God, since God, He did not have the ability to do it, so He has angels doing all His work. You know, there is a system, even, you know, <coughs> when you are in a, a job, you know, you have your boss and then, the, you know, his secretaries and whatnot, like his vice uh, presidents and whatnot, and there is a system that goes through uh, each and everything. So that's how God has made this universe, in, it's a system as well. Where God, you know, is God, and then He has His angels that does different things, and that's how everything that you see is working in, uh, through a system, and it's it is a perfect system that God has uh, created. So this, uh, and then uh, the next thing that we discuss is uh, what is the wisdom behind God's command to the angels to prostrate for before Adam. Now we we say that. We only prostrate uh, towards God and no one else, no human beings, either it be a prophet, be a Khalifa, or no one. We only prostrate and worship God Almighty. So why did God say uh, that, uh, you know, prostrate uh, uh, to uh, Adam? And we'll discuss this in the next uh, verse uh, as well. So uh, the wisdom was that God's command to prostrate before Hazrat Adam al-Islam was uh, so that they begin to working in his favor. So in actuality, the prostration is actually a symbol of obedience or submission. So they were commanded to help Adam succeed in his mission. So when every prophet or a Khalifa comes, he always ha they have a mission. You know, God. So God commanded the angels to prostrate to him so that he can, uh, so the angels can help uh, Hazrat Adam Alaihissalam uh, in his mission, whatever his mission was, so that they can help him in that. So this has always been the case ever since prophets uh, have appeared and uh, that despite the, un, uh, the persecution and opposition they have, they always succeed because God uh, wills it so that, you know, we can see uh, from the life of the Holy Prophet ﷺ how angels uh, helped him in each and every way, especially uh, in the battles uh, that, you know, uh, we see that. So a hadith has been quoted from Bukhari in which the same concept has beautifully uh, been uh, presented. And it says that the Holy Prophet ﷺ says that when Allah loves someone, He calls the angels and orders them to love Him as well as He is subsequently accepted on earth. So this is one of the hadiths to prove that Allah even calls the angels to go and love that person because He is uh, uh, closer to uh, God Almighty. So uh, now the question comes, was our Adam the first human being? Uh, so in this regard, uh, there is a couplet uh, that stay, uh, it's uh, the English uh, translation of that is that I spoke to the, 
uh, the English translation is that we have circled this house of uh, uh, for years uh, on end just uh, uh, as you circled it today. So Adam of our era was certainly not the first human being. Rather, this Adam uh, was uh, uh, was a recipient of divine revelation uh, 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 of the last uh, Adam. So this is the belief uh, of the Promised Messiah as well as the previous uh, Muslim saints. And the most prominent of these saints is uh, Hazrat Imam Muhyiddin Ibn Arabi, and he had a vision in which he saw that he was circling uh, the Kaaba during the Tawaf, and some other people are, are, were also circling it, and they were chanting a for, a, a aforementioned couplets. And uh, I'll read the Arabic of it. It says that Lakat tufna kama tuftum sininan bi hazal baiti turran jamia. And uh, basically, the English translation is that we have uh, circled this house for years on end, just as you circled it today. So upon this, uh, he says that I spoke to one of the people making a circuit of the Kaaba and he replied, don't you recognize uh, your own forefathers? So uh, Hazrat Muhyiddin Ibn Arabi, he asked him that how many years ago did you appear on earth? He replied, 40,000 years. And then I replied, this much time has not been, uh, not, uh, not even passed since Adam. So, you know, we believe that it was 6,000 years. So now they're saying 40,000 years. Uh, so that means the Adam that we know or the Khalifa, there were more people or more Adams before that. So he clarified, which Adam do you speak of? The Adam closest to you or some other? So Hazrat Ibn, Ibn Arabi says that when I heard, heard this reply, I remembered a hadith of the Holy Prophet Sallallahu which said that there have been a uh, hundred thousand Adams before. So from this we can see that there were many more uh, Adams uh, before that. And as we discussed uh, through these verses, uh, everything then uh, comes uh, uh, clear. And I think I'll leave it to this and then inshallah next week uh, we will discuss uh, about uh, more about uh, Adam prostrating uh, before uh, uh, or the angels prostrating before uh, Adam and uh, and we'll discuss uh, the next uh, verse uh, verses as well so I will uh, now do the uh, Urdu summary of this uh, verse.